this is Jordan Delvin, the import killer, the OTT world champion, and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the B Show. We are back and being it up, buddies. What are we beating up? No, being it up. Oh. We're, we're just being like like B dash ing. Like, anyways, I'm your host Corey Smith, live in the Diamond Studio. This show was pre-recorded ahead of time. Please do not no call problems in here at this time. Live with my co-host. Yeah, no problems today. We are we have our beautiful mixer working well. Betsy, she's doing great. The Hi. funniest part is like with the amount of difficulties difficulties we had with Pro Tools and that studio, it came out. Show. It came out as like one of our best sounding shows. So weird. I don't get it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But anyways, should probably we should probably recreate the problem here. Just like, oh no, okay, clipping. No, no we, we got to go we here. Just we got to do hear, this. We just can't hear. I couldn't hear. Yeah. Anyways, I'm Corey. But Smith. you're here. You're captain today, followed by You're my, always the captain. My co-host, my why, why can't I be captain? Look at me. You were captain. I'm for the a while. captain now. I know. I'm the captain now. What? What are we doing now? I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. How are you today, sir? Um, well, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's Friday cool. here. Uh, or Friday, we, Friday. Are we trying to maintain that illusion? No, this is Friday. It's this Friday. is Friday. This okay. is Friday. This, right. this show is Friday. Yes, today. Yes. Got to get down on Fridays. Um, Friday, Friday. Got to get down on Friday. Um, whatever happened to Rebecca Black? She grew up and then just stopped singing. She, I mean, she. Come on, dude. Like she, she needs to live her life. <laughs> like uh, whatever she's doing, <laughs> I hope she's all right. Because considering the amount of like flack she caught out of that video, like as much ironic love she got for that video, there was also some, you know. Un- unfortunate stuff going on too, in regards to just people just making fun of her. Even though, oh, I just saw, I just remember that Thanksgiving video she did after that, and then there was like that guy in all her videos who was like thirty five. I mean, he was probably the producer or like yeah, the main was, dude who like makes just like who dude, just makes all these for yeah. Like, but kayfabe wise, he's this thirty five year old hanging out with twelve year olds. It was weird. I mean, it's yeah, it, it is weird. I'm calling him out, man. Yeah, come, I'm telling. He's probably him, listening right now. Come on this show, you know. It's weird. You never know who's listening to City Wrestling Radio. Nobody's it be, listening. It could be that guy. It could be uh, the the raw GM elect Baron Corbin. Um, you never know. And <laughs> they might get offended by things we say. But hey, you know what? That's just our opinion. And he'll just take, you know, he'll just block, block us for the for... second time. Second time. This is the second time he's blocked us. Oh, man. I don't get it at all. I wonder if he just. I feel like there's there could be some sort of like he blocks all wrestling podcasts. Some might say or, the the relationship, his, the the social media relationship between City Wrestling Radio and Baron Corbin has reached its end of days. I just got rudely interrupted by your phone. Yeah, no, it's fine. There's, I had, there's some. There's I had some, such a sick joke. There's some breaking, up. breaking wrestling news coming in. Uh-huh. Yeah, from who the. I mean, we the, well, definitely got that distress call beacon from the. They got. They looked. Like they got it back up and running because yeah. they were just actively away. We, we just got that message today in the bunker of the north. They're alive, guys. Yeah, they're worry. alive, but you know, barely, barely. Maybe they'll be able to. They're like covered. Present, in, yeah. Maybe they'll be able to present an award on the end of the year show coming up at the end of the year. Is it really just the? I mean, I was. I mean, we'll we'll talk about that. What? Okay, yeah. yeah For well, the end, the year end award show, uh, it's it's in my computer. She's going to sleep. She's a little tired. I don't know. I just assume like doesn't like, uh, won't Pro Tools? I think it's because Pro Tools isn't open. It's it's open. It's right there. Yeah. I just, just like well, if it goes to sleep mode, I'm just assuming it wasn't recording. And I was like, Corey, what are you doing? No, I think it does. But anyways, but you're right though. It's probably better. But the guys. Thank you for tuning in wherever you're tuning in, whether it's on KCSF every Friday night, six thirty p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Or if you don't have time to sit down at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and listen to us on KCSF. And what are you doing? What are you doing with your life, really? Just, like, get your stuff together. Like, get some raviolis made early so you can sit down and listen. But, you know what? I'll let you slide. Check us out. SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Also, across a plethora of other fine podcast delivery options, including iTunes, Google, Stitcher, CastBox, and, you know, so on and so forth. Go check them out. Um, but we need your help. We need you to get on social media. Follow us at CWR415. That's at CWR415. Like, share, subscribe, uh, retweet. Um, you know, because Twitter, I think, is actually the best way to follow us because, you know, we update all, we post all our shows onto Twitter. 
So you can listen right through there. Um, and Facebook, too. We let you know when our new show's posted. Go on there and updated with brand new City Wrestling Radio content. And you know when it's it's coming in. Very nice thumbnails, too. They're pretty good. They're pretty Very darn good. good. They're, they're always evolving, which I like. Yeah. They're like Pokemon. Well, no one goes that far. You but can't collect them. I've been collecting them for sure. Okay. They're on my computer. All that's, of them. that's good to hear, Corey. Maybe we should do a, a an evolution of the thumbnail. We'll okay. do a whole episode like just a, talking about our thumbnails. Oh, we'll just talk about women's evolution. I can't, I still call it women's evolution. It's just evolution, Michael. Damn yeah, it. it's all right. Don't worry. But guys, we're not here to talk about thumbnails. Uh, or, no, the or the evolution w, or show. the WWE Evolution show. But you, can, if you want to listen about the Evolution show, check it out SoundCloud.com. Somewhere. It's buried S- somewhere there. SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Yeah. You just, Pro- just go search for it, I guess. Yeah. You'll find it on there. But guys, we're here to talk. This is the B Show. Here to talk about NXT, NXT UK, and 205 Live. Fringes. Oh, yeah. And then the wrestling show and tell, too. Yep. Um, so, guys, let's kick it off this week. Should we just kick it off with... Should I just go through my shows first? NXT, yeah, go ahead. Hey, NXT UK and 205. I mean, that's how, like, sequentially it starts. Like, it kind of ends with NXT anyway. Oh, you're right. We're still off with NXT UK. I miss the Mae Young Classic. I know, right? It it it, it's, it really rounded everything out. It was so nice. It was, also, it was also very good. The two hours of NXT UK is getting to me, man. Yeah. Like, it's cool, but it just feels like WCW. Like, when it's, I was... They're a, two very distinct, like, different, wh- like, sections of the show, right? Where, like... You know, you're not. I mean, granted, you're you with this show, like being hosting hosting the B show. You are kind of bound by that time yeah. frame. But then I I feel like just for the regular audience viewer, it's not exactly yeah, like it's not it it's not mandatory to watch these consecutively. No, no, not at all. And part of me feels like if they're going to make this a regular weekly show, you'd think or two weekly shows. You would think that just spacing them out just one hour at a time. Ex- Kind of would would just kind of make it like you know, especially because um, it would just all, spread it out. You have NXT and Two Hundred Five Live both on Wednesday nights, and it's not like NXT UK is like right before it. It's not like twelve noon. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's like it's because it's trying to because it's catering to the British oi the, the BST o'clock. the British Standard Time, uh, yeah, right. Raw, so yeah. it would that's technically I think five o'clock there when it's twelve eight o'clock eight o'clock eight o'clock. Yeah, um, eight hours ahead. This of is catering time. to the British yeah. time zone. I mean, That's yeah, why. I get it, but uh, yeah, I wish they could change that though. What oh, just well. like have different time split up zones? the shows, split up the shows, and, like have one earlier in the week and one later, maybe one on the weekend. No, or just you know have just once a week, but then I can definitely see that being a logistical nightmare considering how much they film these in chunks. Oh god, yeah, and so it would it would be complicated. Yeah. But guys, let's kick it off. NXT UK kick off our first hour of NXT UK with a tag team match. Zia Brooks, side friend of the show, and Millie McKenzie. You know Millie McKenzie? Yeah. She's really cool. Apparently she's only 18 years old. That's and she was trained by crazy. She was trained by one Peter Dunn. Oh. She's the one that, like, in all those photos about a year ago, she would come out and do the gimmick with Pete Dunn and he would be all annoyed by her. You never saw that? Oh no, I I'm familiar with it. Yeah, it's she just... came out with the mouth guard one time, I think. Halloween, not yeah. this past year, but the year before. Millie, Ken- Millie McKenzie's eighteen. <laughs> Isn't she with Pete Dunn as well? Or who's Pete no, Dunn with? Pete Dunn Pete has Dunn's wife just had a baby. Yeah, so it's definitely not Millie McKenzie. Yeah, I mean, if she, if it is Millie McKenzie, wow, she's back wrestling like that fast. Good yeah, for, good on her. Free mode. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, Millie McKenzie, she's a little suplex machine, you know, a little German suplex machine. Is that what she calls herself? No, that's what I just called her. Well, because then. she just has a lot of German suplexes, she does. Um, Zaya and Charlie. Oh, so the, Millie McKenzie and Zaya Brookside versus Charlie Morgan and Killer Kelly. I love Killer Kelly, man. She, uh, to those those dreads, not dreads. Uh, braids. Yeah, with the mouth guard. She's she's almost like Pete Dunn as well. She's she's pretty over too, man, with those fans. Yeah, for, I mean, with good reason because I think she's very talented. Yeah. Um, after a spear by McKenzie to. To, was it, to Charlie Morgan, the legal woman, Zaya Brookside, gets the pin and the win on Charlie Morgan. It was Zia a good Brookside match. Brookside getting the shine. Yeah, Zaya Brookside. The show. You know, always a... It's probably going to be the bumper for this intro, right? Probably. Well, I have two options for this show. Okay, then. I have two options, so... Oh, yes. Uh, I might go with the second option. Next up, we have Ashton Smith versus Eddie Dennis. Wow. Eddie Dennis is, like, i he's so boring to me. I, I can't get over it. I mean, that's kind of what, like... 
that's just the British way sometimes. Like there's a, there's these certain performers where they're not gonna be they're not they're gonna try to be like Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan where they're gonna just get over by the will of their wrestling work weight work rate yeah. as someone as some wrestling nerds he might just, call it. He's just so tall and skinny and lanky, and yet he wears like these long like shorts. It just everything about it's like him. Like sick boy. Yeah, I'm like, all right, dude. Like, get your principal, youngest principal in like British history or whatever. I mean, he's not like not like ZSJ lanky. For some reason, that's the only. No, he's that, taller than Zack Saber Jr. Like it's that like Zack Saber Jr. Not to get too much of a tangent, but he's like pretty much the only wrestler where I'm actually kind of bothered by the look. Like I rarely get bothered by looks. Yeah. But then when I see like someone like Zack Saber Jr. or uh, who's that guy's name? Eddie Dennis. Yeah, his name. Yeah, Eddie Dennis. Like where it's just it's just kind of off putting. Like this guy needs to be thrown around. Like, yeah, I, this doesn't make any sense to me, which makes me feel like some like old cantankerous, like forty year old. So psychology, you know, I need that. But uh, you mean the um, the average age for a WWE fan? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, so this is a slow start to the match. Pretty much a slow match all throughout. Apparently, uh, eventually Eddie Dennis hits the next stop driver, which is just. Seemed like a side backdrop driver. I don't know. Uh, to Ashton Smith for the pin and the win. Eddie Dennis continuing his his lifelong conquest. You know, he'll, he's trying to find the rest of his shorts. Yeah, I guess. Uh, after this, we have Saxon Huxley versus Joseph Connor. Hard strikes back and forth for about five minutes. Literally, they were just punching each other. Punching the shit out of each other for about five minutes. It's British strong style. It's strong Night. style. Uh, spine, sp- spine buster to Huxley. Um, eventually, was it uh, Joseph Connors hits a move called the don't look down to Huxley. And Connors gets the pin and the win. I'm going to keep saying that, huh, for every match. The pin and the win. We've been talking to each other too much. No, no, not the next one. Our next match of the night. It's actually a really, really good match. The next one, Jordan Devlin versus Peter Dunn for the. Okay, so is he's going to call him Peter from now on? Peter, Peter, yes, you want? Is Don't it, call me Peter, mate. Is I'll, it the WWE I'll UK? Your cup call. Is what? it WWE UK Championship or the NXT UK Championship? Because I saw back and forth. In the same eh, I'll call it the NXT UK. The show's called NXT UK. I no, I get that, but you know, people call it the WWE UK Championship. But so NXT call- itself calls him the NXT UK Championship, and exactly. then there's the North American Championship. <sighs> It's NXT UK Championship. Yeah. Uh, Jordan wants to win and rebrand NXT UK as NXT Ireland, and I couldn't agree with him more. We're taking over this place. Yeah, Devlin takes control early in the match. Dunn. Power struggle between England and Ireland continues through wrestling matches to this day. Uh, Dunn takes over, uh, locks in the chicken wing to Devlin. Dunn gets, uh, uh, gets caught up in the corner, and then eventually Devlin hits a backstabber to Dunn. Looked real good. Yeah, it was actually pretty good. Uh, Devlin with a pop-up impact driver to Pete Dunn, and then eventually, literally throughout the entire match, there was about was it th- three three Spanish flies that uh, Jordan Devlin does to uh, Pete Dunn. <laughs> that, Dor- that Devlin does to Dunn. Devlin does to Dunn, yes. Devlin, do, don't do what Devlin does to Dunn, or else Dunn will what Dan do Devlin did. Damn. That was the match. That was the, no. I mean, it was it was really good. Eventually, uh, we had a bit, bitter end. Devlin Devlin rolls out of the the ring, uh, but the last Spanish fly was a super Spanish fly off the top rope. Um, Devlin goes for Pete Dunn's mouth guard, super kick to Dunn, um, and then eventually we do get the, uh, which is weird. It seemed like a quick finish. He locked in the submission with his hands. You know, starts he broke the fingers, bend them back, and then Devlin taps out. Yeah, I like seemed- that as a finish because it's not. I like it like this. It's the same with the you know with Monday Night Raw where Seth Rollins finishes Ziggler with the Falcon Arrow. Where I different. like I like different finishes in matches when which like you normally don't expect them because right. you like what if they ever what if it, it brings it, it it puts in the hint that if they actually do do this, it might actually hint as their actual finisher, which sells the near fall even more. Like, oh shit, Seth Rollins did the Falcon Arrow. Dolph Ziggler lost to this, but then he kicks out. Oh, I didn't expect that. Wow. Like it adds I think having more variations in finishers adds a lot to the show because, you know, if they do their signature finisher, that's it. Or if they do it more than once, that's it. 
Yeah. But then if you have this surprise finish where Devlin taps out to Dunn's finger stretch of doom, mm-hmm. um, that's that kind of makes the match you know a bit more surprising. I honestly this was this was a very good match. It was actually yeah, it was probably the match um, of the week for me. Jordan Devlin. I don't know um, that that Baron Balor match on Raw was really good. Yeah. <laughs> So I'll just play this on loop whenever we do those highlight promos. Um, You're like, no, Corey, I have you on uh, fucking tape. I yeah. don't know. No, but uh, Jordan Devlin really just he is he has quite a quite a a year in terms of his uh, his place in European wrestling. You know, he had that Walter match, which I still think is amongst my top three of the year. Gee, might be able talk, to have again if we're talking about um yeah you know. We'll get more into that. We'll get more into that in the new new show, but uh, yeah, like him, and then him having this match against Pete Dunn. Uh, it was a good, it was a good show, good showing of a good showing, Jordan, good Jordan showing. Devlin. Friend of the show as well. Yeah, and really nice guy. Like literally, like I would say, like I would consider him an acquaintance because yeah. he was. We talked for a long time. And Where he, did you get that bumper? Where? What was he working? APW. APW. Yeah. Okay. And he was really nice. When guy. was that? Uh, it was always oh, beginning of this year. Kick rocks in March. Okay. Um, it was like their St. Patty's Day theme. Probably show. can't work that show anymore. Can't probably can't work APW anymore. No, probably not. Yeah. It's a bummer, man. Um, well, yeah, we'll get, we'll get. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff we got to get into with contracts and everything. People not being able to work places. I mean, it's NXT UK, and then considering the news regarding that, that the, oh, everybody I, I, there, signed there, there. There's there's more stuff too with the, yeah. with WWE contracts. But let's continue with NXT. Keep the ball a rolling with NXT UK. Joe Coffey versus Sid Scala. Uh, Scala comes out in a suit and tie and informs the crowd that he is not medically clear to compete tonight, but he's chosen a replacement to face Joe Coffey. What would it be, Corey? It's Tyler Bate. <gasps> Tyler Bate comes out. We have Tyler Bate versus Joe Coffey. Uh, Bate explosive towards Joe Coffey at the beginning of the match. Out comes Mark Coffey and Wolfgang to distract Pete Dunn. Or sorry, not Pete Dunn. Tyler Bate. That's Pete Dunn's friend. They're friends now. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, in real life, we all know they're friends. I mean, every wrestler is... Well, I'm, yeah. I wouldn't say that. Not all wrestlers are friends with each other. Some some might have more heat than uh, others. Arn Anderson and... What, what, Sid Vicious. Yeah, I always forget. Scissors. Uh, standing her and Karana to a standing shooting star press to Joe Coffey. Pop-up power slam to Tyler Bate. Um, out comes Trent Seven to cheer on his buddy. Bate goes for the Tyler Driver 97 and Wolfgang and Mark Coffey attack. Um Trent gets in. He did attack him. Three I, and two. I always feel old whenever ty- whenever you mention Tyler Driver ninety seven. Yeah. No, I know. He just turned. Tw- he's about to turn twenty one. I think, or he just turned twenty one. Good for him. He can now legally drink in America. Yeah. Bastard. Uh, but out comes Pete Dunn for the save. <gasps> British strong style, standing tall together again. But Pete Dunn just had a match against Jordan Devlin. How could he possibly find the energy to do such a thing? That was fifteen minutes ago. Okay, come on. Come on. No, I, I completely agree. That's the one thing that's throwing me off about these shows. It's like They filmed them to run separate weeks, and now you have things like, um, like let's see. Um, yeah, like Pete Dunne, you know, um, just in a match that, like moments before, literally yeah, 15, 20 minutes before. Yeah. Again, they... Or Joseph Connor in two this, matches. This isn't exactly designed for you to watch, you know, consecutively. And why did they play him consecutively? It's because fucking I don't know. I know. I'm just. I I agree with you that we as fans should probably take a like a deep breath and go. I'll watch that one later. But it's just you know this. It's it's again. It's a very us situation. You know. Yeah. No, I feel you. Uh, next up, we have uh, well Tyler Bay versus Joe Coffey. Like I said, um, British strong style, standing tall in the middle of the ring. So I think we're gonna three on three match probably at their first takeover coming up soon because you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, he, he needs to defend. I mean. Oh, you're right. He doesn't defend. He needs that to defend that belt eventually. That's true. Probably becomes Adam Adam Cole. No, he has to defend it in, in NXT UK. They need to get some people from NXT to NXT UK to get some Americans over there. Just because the only reason I'm saying They'll get Drew Gulak. It's just it would make it at least more like entertaining because it's, there's it's, more it's a travel dude. Name, it's name a travel thing, man. Then put him over there for a while. I mean, like, for, hey, you're gonna you're, at here. best, you're probably going to get, like, the 205 Live roster. Yeah. Next up, we have Legero versus Dan uh, M- Maloney. Malone? Maloney. How do you spell it? M-O-L-O-N-E-Y. Oh, so it's it's Maloney. Yeah. Um, it wasn't really much of a match. Legero's cool, but, like, I don't know. He doesn't excite me. 
I don't know why. Because they have so many lucha, like they just have so many luchador signings that are probably a little bit more interesting than Legero, where he kind of just stands out a little less than your Grand Metaliks or your, you know, your Kalistos. You know what Legero needs to do? He needs to join the Lucha House Party. He needs to throw a brick at someone's head. I don't. I don't even want to. I don't want to even dignify that event, dude. I'm kidding. I, I, we have. That, some, was, we have that some, was such a black. That's such a black eye to. I, I have. We have updates on, on the guy who was hit though to, on tomorrow's show though. Yeah. Um. And, uh, yeah. That was that was bullshit. I actually just saw the video this morning. I was like, holy shit. That's yeah. Yeah. Um. Next up, we have Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams versus Zach Gibson and James Drake. Come on, shoes off, Michael. No, I'm, no, I'm good. Oh, you're a Zach Gibson fan, I see. You no, don't take your shoes off, you're Zach Gibson fan. It's like rainy season. I got these boots, and like you got to like untie these. And yeah, I don't want to go through that. We lace our boots up every night to to serve you fans, and you can't even take your shoes. Off. Also, the I mean, I'll admittedly say these socks aren't new. So if I, yeah, if I take yeah, those yeah, yeah, keep them on. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, Mir Jordan being picked apart by Gibson, who is being angered by the fans because, like I said, they're all taking their shoes off because they don't like them. If you don't like Zach Gibson, take your shoes off. God, and just like and it's in their wrestling, like not to talk completely down to wrestling fans, but can you imagine the average wrestling fan just taking off their shoes and then anyone just, walking to a sporting event? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, with a ton of people in the heat, and, and I mean, granted, England is probably not that hot. Oh, he's probably a coat. Yeah, a coat. Yeah, I try, I try to hold back my British accents during these NXT UK nah, I, I I let them roll. Just space them out. I let them roll. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna get me at full force, but uh, no Jordan Williams and uh, or Jordan. They're gonna commit knife uh, crimes on you. Amir Jordan, <clears throat> sorry, Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams fought back a little bit, but the heels hit the was it the tick and tide? It's like this move where James Drake throws uh, the other person into like uh, it. It looks kind of like an assist uh, a modified assisted lumbar check. It's cool. Um, it's hard to describe though. I'm sure if I'm sure Jim Cornette can probably explain it a lot better than I could. Next up, we have uh, the NXT UK Women's Championship match. Yeah, this was like this was like a tournament, right? Rhea Ripley, yes, a tournament that I actually didn't get to pay much attention to. But we've been watching NXT UK, like. Yeah, but it was the, it was the week where it was like it was the two weeks where like we took a week off, and then there's been two shows a week, and. And so they just had, they had like, the whole they tournament. Had, they they the had this tournament week. within this week. Within so yeah, an NXT week. UK women's tournament. They had a tournament. We didn't watch those episodes. Uh, do you do you know who the entrants were? Or does it matter at this point? Ginny, Zaya Brookside, uh, Dakota Kai, um, Ray Ripley, and Tony Storm. Oh, Millie McKenzie, I think was in it. Yeah, Tony Storm. <clears throat> uh, but this was actually a really fun match. Uh, this is actually taped before Tony Storm won the uh, May Young Classic Finals, though. Mm-hmm. This so. was before Evolution. That's how far <laughs> we're getting. Yeah, before the before the women's Evolution. Don't do this to me, Corey. Hardy, har, har. Uh, Storm charging Ripley and with a series of strikes and kicks. Ripley hits a backdrop to Storm on the side of the ring. Storm sells a back injury pretty well throughout the whole match. Eventually, Ripley gets a modified sharpshooter to Storm. You know that one she kind of does with her arms. And she picks her up. Yeah. It's really cool. Uh, Germans all around to Rhea Ripley. Shining Wizards, Tony Storm. Or to, no, sorry, Rhea Ripley. Uh, Storm locks in the Storm Zero, but cannot get Ripley up due to the back. And Rhea Ripley hits the Riptide. One, two, three. Riptide like no holds barred. For the pin. Of Hulk Hogan. And the win. Yes. So she's your new NXT Women's Champion. Yep. NXT Uh, UK Women's Champion, I'm sorry. Uh yeah, so I think it's a pretty it was a pretty good call on NXT UK's part to give the title to Ripley. Uh, she has she has improved so much. Oh, definitely. Since the May Young Classic definitely. of last year. Um, so good on her. Uh, I can see, like I can see her holding that title for a very long time, and then Tegan Knox, she get like hoping you know I'm hoping for a speedy but safe recovery from her. That's just a program that's. I feel like they have no choice but to. Yeah, no, do definitely. When Tegan Knox returns, and then like imagine her get. Imagine the pop she'll get when um you know she comes back and goes for Ray Ripley's title, and it's just it's the story writes itself. So I can see them not doing it. 
Yeah, it's really cool and exciting. So WWE probably like, no, we're not going to do it. Yeah, not even like not even like NXT would it even do it. We're fine. We're not going to do it. I mean, look at that. They just they turned Johnny Gargano heel, which I don't know. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Uh, let's see. Next up. Oh yeah, two hundred five live next. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the fun part of the show, right? The part where I really don't have to like pay that much attention to, even though I'm reviewing it. I mean, it's not. You don't necessarily have to go like. I'm kidding. We have a lot of shows to go through. The first match of the night: Mike Canellas versus Noam Dar. Uh, Maria Canellas on commentary during the match. Uh, Graham Mentalik and Lindsay Dorado come out. Kalisto hits Canellas behind the refs back with an instigary. Nova Rola to Canellas gets the win. Uh, did you notice anything like in particularly like some anything of note that Maria said on commentary, or is she just like no, play, she just she just played up Mike Canellas. She just kept saying, like, I'm the first lady. I'm the first lady. Okay. That's because you're with the first lady. That's what the first lady does. I mean, she was, like, considering the the, the entire, like, makeup of the roster right now in terms of women, like, Maria's been there for a very long time. And Absolutely, no. I just wish she would she go was the by. the first lady, you know, there, I guess. I, I would rather her say she's the first la- woman or the first lady or first woman of NXT or of 205 Live. Because it would just, it would sound. She's the only lady in 205 Live. Yeah, well, the, the first, you know. I guess it, unless you count the commentator or the interviewers, I don't know. Uh, next up, we have a Kendrick and Tazawa. They're backstage training, um, kind of like shadow boxing segments, except you know they were holding up a punching bag, and like Kendrick starts out and he's just like slowly like punching the bag. <sighs> Tazawa's yelling at him. He's like, "Kendrick, get the fuck out of Two Hundred Five Live and be uh, Daniel Bryan's heel manager, state like bump taker." Uh, the West Coast connection from Seattle to L.A. Yeah. There we go. I like it. I like it. Um, Span- just name him Spanky. Spank- oh, God. Uh, next up, we have an iPhone promo, Gulak and Gallagher. Gallagher. Uh, Gallagher seems like he's acting like the his like political advisor now. <laughs> to, <laughs> like a diplomat? Yeah, because, you know, he, Gulak Does he just whisper to him? Just like, you know, you well, he, he would be giving him words to say. I can't remember the word. It was too smart, but it was like some British, like Cumberbatch. That's what it was, Cumberbatch. He's acting like a Cumberbatch or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. uh, and then we get Hideo Tommy versus Jobber. Jobber. My money's on Jobber. Uh, well, if you want to put it down, I'm taking bets right now. Take the bets. Yeah, all in. Let's go. What could possibly go wrong? Big boot to Jobber. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, just a complete squash match. Shit. Um, there goes the Christmas tree money. Hideo, Hideo Tommy continues the beat down on the jibber, as I wrote down. Out comes Arya Davari. Yeah, remember him? Yeah. Kind of comes out. New look. To, a little bit of a new look. A little yeah. bit of a redefined look for him. I like it. Just a t-shirt, white <laughs> pants. Or not t-shirt. That's like um, in a t-shirt. That's, that's the, the true mark of a he, good he has revitalization. One of those, uh, those white tank tops with a... Wife beater. Yeah. He's basically Dean Ambrose. With a button-up shirt on the outside. It still looked a rich look. Um, white pants. I'm willing to bet that's not his in-ring gear, Corey. I think it is. You, I think it is. You, you because hope he had Because he had, it, he had, he had some ar- his arm band tape. Or he had like the... So he's pretty much like Jack Gallagher. When yeah. he did that, when he like wrestled in a suit for yeah, a while, yeah, exactly. Plenty of men have wrestled in slacks. Look at Baron Corbin. Look at he wrestles in slacks every week. That one match where Cody Rhodes, like he was forced to defend his IC title in a suit. Remember that? I forgot who it was who he was defending it against, but he definitely did that. Not, did he know, win? There's a precedent. I think Cody Rhodes did win. Goddamn right, he did. Um, and Davari comes out. He stares down Hideo Itami, but you kind of know where this is going, right? They kiss each other. You did know where that was going. You know, uh-huh. yeah, I didn't know they would be all in on same sex relationships, and that's really cool. No, um, Davari starts beating up on the jobber, and Davari respects Hideo. He says, I I respect you. So I'm, I, I am shivering at the prospect I can tell. of this entire thing. I can tell. Corey. You, you seem at the edge of your seat. I mean, literally, because I, these microphones, these cords you are have only. You have to sit forward, yeah. yeah. But. Uh, next up, TJP backstage uh, with Drake Maverick. TJP wants a title shot. They're still um, so they're making fun of Drake Maverick on two. Everybody's Live. making making fun About of Drake Maverick everywhere. So that's, that's is that so that's carrying that's that's that, that's spilling over to two hundred five uh, Live now. Yeah, it is. Man, not a hundred like not a hundred percent like TJP just said something like, "Oh, if you didn't weren't so focused on your um, <clears throat> problem." I'm willing to bet that this Drake Maverick is seeing this whole entire P angle 
the, this PP angle as a way for him to see if he see. I feel like the way he sees it, it he kind of thinks it's a challenge for him. Like I'm going to, they are going to throw the crappiest. They're gonna thing not, at me. Well, not crap. It's piss, Corey. You're right. Sorry. Um, they're gonna throw me this terrible angle that will make me the butt of these jokes. I am going to make. I consider this a challenge for me to make sure uh, to make it as entertaining as possible, just so I can impress the people in the back saying I can make lemons out of lemonade instead of lemonade. It's piss. It's pee. It's pee. Pee aid. So far, it's not working out. No, no, not at all. And um, but God bless Drake Maverick for trying because you know, like coming out of like 2018 when they like installed him into that 205 Live. Uh, you know, GM role. Like I, I was steadfast in thinking he was pretty much the best non-wrestling performer the entire year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now that he's with the AOP, he's that's kind of that kind of lowered his stock a bit. You know. Yeah. I had so much. Ex- I we I had so much excitement for Drake Maverick as soon as he was the manager. Like it was such a left field decision too, but it kind of does make sense. Like looking at like looking at you know the what putting the, him as general manager yeah putting oh, him as yeah, general yeah, yeah. manager Definitely. like it was very much left field like you know like, I didn't even know he was signed for the longest time you know now I just hope like he'll he'll get out of this AOP thing and and him for and, and I want him to manage rock uh, not Rockstar uh, EC3 whenever he gets called up yeah he just you needs know just to... brings just brings you know full circle why oh because you know yeah um but he needs to get as far away from AOP and AOP needs to get as far away from him. I yeah. think I think they're just Paul no. Ellering should just come back and then just you know just beat the crap out of Drake Maverick. Oh, I He's, know. No, he album. stares. He stares at Drake Maverick and then Drake Maverick pees himself again. It's defense mechanism, Corey. Remember it, it. It threw the bar so it threw them off so hard that it caused him to lose the match. Remember that, that Big Show had to leave the bar. Yeah. Next up, we have uh, Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander versus Buddy Murphy and Tony Nese. Sorry, I had to burp a little bit, and I was trying to hold it in. You know, you say that every time you mention Tony Nese. You just burp a little bit. That's that's a part of you dying. Well, he, can't, he counts his abs, and I count my burps. Yeah. I'm like, so this far, is what I got to show off. Burp count? One. Yeah. Uh, nice and Cedric start the match. Ali hits Murphy with a tornado DDT. Looking so fabulous. Cedric hits a lumbar. Uh, apparently lumbar my, check. Uh, no, I my notes say lumbar <laughs> shack. Uh, eventually, Cedric. I will take you to the lumbar shack. Or I'm going to give you the lumbar check. Uh, Cedric gets the pin on Buddy Murphy after the match. Ali and Cedric stand in the middle of the ring, even though standing tall, even though they have the same goal in mind, the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. Can they coexist? We'll find out next week Uh, on 205 205 Live. Live. And you'll find that out in the next B-Show that we do. Yes. Hopefully. Yeah, you don't need to watch 205 Live. Just listen to us. Would you go out of your way to watch 205 Live, Corey? Would you go out of your way to watch NXT UK Part 1? Yeah. I would actually both because of the... Devlin Dunn. Devlin Dunn and then uh, Storm Storm Ripley. Yeah. The Ripple Storm. So NXT UK was good this week. 205 Live, not good. 205 Live always has good quality matches, but it's it's just boring. It's like, what is it like... What is this? What, what is this all for? What I mean, are we it's doing just, here? It's just a division. It's just a showcase of the division. I get that, but it's just like at this point, it's like you've been showcasing this division. But where's the division going to go? You need to integrate these guys into the main. roster. I mean, roster. it's establishing the. It's establishing the. That's why main roster feels stale. Honestly, you have Baron Corbin taking up an hour of Monday Night Raw, and yet that's you have, just Vince, though. I know. That's where Vince needs. I know. I know. I know. It's just Vince, and this whole thing is all just Vince. Apparently, you hear about the report where he like he was he wrote the he, entire raw. Or he something. wrote he wrote the entire raw like after like feeling him not him not he didn't go to sleep because he never sleeps, <sighs> and so he wrote that entire raw like on a single night. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and then also, did you hear he was like super pissed about the um, the graphic for the the triple threat women's match at TLC. Why he says that he's like, apparently he flipped his shit and was like who did this who let this out this is horrible because it, it just looked but he didn't like the way it looked he probably, flipped he it. probably didn't like the fact that it looked bad because honestly the second I saw it I was like that looks weird because it's like Charlotte and Becky are on one side and then it's like they kind of just someone just like threw Oscar this picture of Oscar in on the side maybe he didn't like the side of Oscar in it he's he's just like the aspect ratio <sighs> I know the aspect rate I I get pissed off plenty of times about aspect ratios for graphics you should Vince should hit you up when you guys talk about aspect ratios 
Hey Vince, uh, should this be sixteen by nine or four by three? What do you want? <sighs> I don't know. Okay, because I don't even know aspect. Well, I mean, I kind of know, but not really. Clearly, you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Rubbing. <laughs> All anyway. right, now it's your part of the show. NXT. Yes. NXT, November twenty eighth, two thousand eighteen, held in the San Jose State Events Center. Go Spartans! Uh, also San the San Jose, San Jose, yes. San Jose. Also the um, also the what do you call it? The alma mater of one. Dave Meltzer. Oh, uh, yeah. He went was, to uh, he he went was San there. Jose State for uh, journalism. He was actually at the show. Yeah, uh, it was uh, good. Yeah. It was a good show. Uh, I thought uh, that what they had they had pretty good matches. There, uh, there were cameras there, so I guess they were filming. This was filmed like two weeks ago too, which is weird. Very, like yeah. So San Jose State University. Coach Barnes already said that. We start off with Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch versus the Mighty. Uh, pretty good match. Uh, these guy these guys kind of went. Well, of course, they go back and forth. It's a fucking wrestling match. They build heat on Oni just so Danny Burch can get the pin. Uh, they, The Mighty appear to have momentum on their side, but Lorcan flattens them with a dive to the outside. And then back in, he and Burch set up for a doomsday device. Thorn escapes, sending the Brit Am duo crashing into one another. Uh, Danny and Oni, uh, they break up a finishing attempt by the rivals, and in the resulting pileup, Lorcan pins Shane Thorn. I did like the part where they had like multiple submissions on both of them at the same time. Yeah, I feel like that's a spot that's been overdone as of late. That's cool. Like ever since DIY did it, and then they kept on doing. Yeah. <sighs> Should we even talk about no, NXT no, tapings? No, 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 <laughs> no. That's not no. Post match, uh, Thorn and Miller uh, does the post match beat down to get booze because hey listen you you uh you, if you establish yourself as heels and then you establish yourself as sore losers and beat up on the faces guess what Corey? you get booed yeah wrestling's not that hard no no it's not and uh it's 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 funny cause sometimes Mo- monday night raw just doesn't get it at all like sometimes like okay no it did they i'll say this about monday night raw that like i know we shouldn't we talk about this too much. We kind of go back to it. Even though that's how deeply affected we were by that show. Yeah. Like I'll say, if the, if that raw accomplished one thing, it was it firmly established the heel team. I feel like the whole Lashley, uh, McIntyre, Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin thing. They got a thing going. They got a good thing going Sam, on with there. Sam Ziggler. Yeah, we need to stop talking about Monday Night Raw, dude. It's just that bad. It's haunt. It's haunting us. Yeah. Um, then we get a site, we get a pretty much like a more or less of like a vignette of EC3, uh, him winning over Adam Cole and then him getting attacked by Bobby fish. Uh, I thought that was, thought it was okay. And then there was a recap of the women's title match at takeover. Uh, we get pretty much like these, we get, we get these interviews where Sane says she, she accepts accepts her the the decision for the ref to like count the three even though her shoulder was indeed up which i didn't i don't really remember that, it was yeah yeah uh kai uh, dakota kai says she doesn't like seeing the horsewoman using their numbers advantage and she'll always stand up to that and then they get io shirai uh which she says Kyrie is her best friend she stands with her they all they want all three Shayna baszler and i want to say jessamine duke and Marina Shafir. I'm trying not to mess up those four horse women names. Marina Shafir strong. Yes. She appears strong. Shafir strong. She appears with strong. Ah. And she always will be. Up next. Unless they decide to get divorced. I don't know. Let's not wish upon that. I don't wish upon I'm just saying unless. Yeah. We get next up we get EC three, Ethan Carter the third versus Marcel Bartel. Miss. With very interesting entrance music for for one Marcel Bartel because it is the exact same uh, entrance music for one recent signee. I thought so, yeah. Walter. Yeah. And I thought, okay, they signed Walter. Are they going to change Marcel Bartel's music? Because I am of the opinion that that entrance music Walter has, uh, I forget what it's called. Um, it's just this sim- this symphony thing. Symphony um, number Germany. This, yeah, this classic. It's just that, that classical musical number. Um, adds so much to Walt to Walter's character. Like I, I it's a broken. It's gonna be a broken record no matter how many times I mention this fucking match. But that OTT match with Joden Devlin and Walter, uh, that music added so much to the atmosphere of that entire thing. Dude, I honestly, I know you're worried, but I think CFOs is gonna make a great theme song for Walter. So, they're gonna just have that the the horn section and all. Uh, yeah. 
It's funny. Marcel Bartel. That would be cool, su- that would be such a mistake. I think Walt the, his that theme is so much part of him, which I feel like is kind of like an indictment. Like, hey, listen, if you if you feel like the entrance music is what makes you over, then what does that say about you as a performer? But fuck, fuck that. Like Walter. Some people like entra- entrances, though. That's such an and I think it's such an important part. But anyway, yeah. EC3, Marcel Bartel. Uh, this very 80s style match. It was a very 80s style match, and the fact that it, you know EC3 is working the face, they build at least some heat to it. Uh, there was a near, there was a there was a pretty good like near fall off an air raid crash that EC3 kicks out of. Uh-huh. Um, but then Bartel just goes for the rest hold. EC3 powers out of it because he's he's huge. Uh, then he sends Bartel face first into the turnbuckle, elbow drop. The one percent, and that was the finish. I'm trying to avoid saying pin and the win. Pin for the win. After that, uh, EC3 post match, he calls out Bobby Fish. He calls himself vindictive. He's no, he says he's a little vindictive because he's undisputedly in the top one percent of the industry because he's EC. Wait, is he going to join Undisputed Era? No, he. It's undisputed that he is the top one percent in exactly. NXT. Foreshadowing what's about to come. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a rock hollow. I actually would love if there was a situation not EC. Well, actually, it'd be really funny with EC three Disco Inferno situation. Remember with NWO? Remember how he kept trying to join the NWO and they didn't want him? Have somebody like that follow Undisputed Era around. I think I think it'd be funny. I think EC three is above that, and, but EC three is also. I feel like he's not above it too because he's just very. He's just so funny, and he knows. He can take a joke. He has comedic chops. I'll say that. Like his uh, his his America Man gimmick with Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. back. Oh God, that that shit was almost ten years ago. Um, I thought that I thought he had really great. He has yeah, yeah. he has pretty good chops in that. But I just think the EC three character. There's, he calls himself the top one percent, but yeah. then there's just this one percent. Like in my opinion, he just has that one percent missing in him to make him feel like a bigger star. Like he just doesn't have. To me, he just doesn't have it. Do you, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Like, I think he's an okay wrestler. He's he has okay. a great look. He has great personality, but there's just something there that I just can't the get The explosiveness behind. or something he's missing. Again, he just has that 1%. He just doesn't have. That's yeah. why he keeps on calling himself the top 1%. Yeah. Maybe that should be his gimmick. That should be his, like, I'm missing just 1%. One, one. One yeah. Anyway, we get an interview with... Uh, actually, no. Before who, that, who? Uh, we get a teaser video of Djakovic. Oh, what uh, Donovan Dijakovic? It's Donovan. He used to be called Donovan Dijak. He had, you know, the, there was a lot of buzz surrounding him, especially like he had a five star match against Keith Lee and uh, one of the Bola shows that I can't seem to remember the exact one it was. But that was a really great match. Keith, go Lee. find it in your bootleg Chinese video site. Yeah, yeah. Up next, we have. Uh, an interview with Candice LeRae uh, outside the Performance Center, and they Candace, ask her Candace, about. Candace. Yeah, they ask. They have all the what do you call it, the task cams, and they got the iPhone microphone app. And they're like, Candice, 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 uh, what's your new attitude regarding this? You know, why why are you like this? And she she's like, answer. I'm looking good from my head to my shoes. Yes, I got exactly. a new attitude. Yeah. So she uh, she just doesn't answer, and she just walks away. Super heel, dark hair, don't care. She looks great. She does. Um. Million next, bucks. One million bucks. Yes. Up next, we have Mia Yim versus Vanessa Bourne. Another uh, two women that look like one million I like, bucks. I feel like Vanessa Bourne is just the new Aaliyah in regards to her just yeah. becoming a jobber to the stars. Yeah. Um. She's real. She's again. She's also very gorgeous. Think about it. Like a wrestling company signing people, signing very gorgeous women. Yeah. Just like I, Mia Yim. I think Mia Yim's very pretty. Oh yeah. No, she's a Blasian baddie. The Blasian baddie. I keep on saying Blasian blatty. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever like that gets mentioned, uh, I have know, a there small was, There was uh, there's not much of this match. Uh, Born does a Bronco Buster. Uh, Yim transitions out of a rest hold into an armbar. Uh, Vanessa puts uh, Yim on the turnbuckle. Backfires when she gets stuck in a tarantula. Kick, couple of drop kicks, and then the eat defeat in which Mimia calls it soul the food. soul food, considering her uh, you know her Blasian background being Korean and black. Yeah, soul food is in Seoul, Korea, and food because she eats her foot and all. Yeah, also food. I was gonna say because it's the soul. Yeah, and soul food as a very because you know that's that's the thing you associate African American culture with soul, like the soul of her foot, and like that movie Soul Train. Soul Food. There's a movie. Yeah. Soul Train's a show. Soul Train's a movie as well. Soul Train is not a movie. Soul Train is definitely a movie starring Tom Arnold, 
And Snoop Dogg is a pilot. So, Soul Plane? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got that confused. I had this idea for Soul Plane 2. What's the idea for Soul Plane 2? So, two? Soul Plane 2 takes place. It's a fairy. Put snakes in it. And Samuel Jackson's no, in it. It's Soul Plane 2, uh, Plane on the Water. <laughs> and uh, so it's it's they're they're doing a ferry, and it's a ferry that comes from Oakland to San Francisco. Is this a plane or a ferry? It's a ferry. Okay, that's why it's it's. What does the plane have to do with this? It's just Soul Plane too. Um, so Wait, this is Soul Plane too. There's no plane. It's just a ferry. Exactly. Uh, so they're on the ferry, and it's like the same you know cast of characters. Tom Arnold, Snoop Dogg. Exactly, and Tom Arnold. Oh boy, Kevin Hart is in it. Yeah. Um, and we have like Monique as like a waitress or something. I've never seen Soul Plane. I've never seen it either, but I've seen like. But you have an idea for the sequel. <laughs> exactly. So, but then, e- then it gets attacked by eco terrorists, like really hippie white people, like with like dreadlocks and stuff. Why does it have to be white people? Okay, they mean whatever, anyone, like really hippie, like that's because that's what I see is like a blonde guy with dreads, like super kind of dumb, but I don't know. Anyways, it gets attacked by eco terrorists and then, yeah. I haven't finished the script yet, so we'll see. We'll see how it um, it is when we get there. We get War Raiders. Um, war Raiders. We see footage of the War Raiders uh, banged up pretty much after the War Games match, uh, and then you get a shot of Hanson in the trainer's room at the PC. It's just selling the match, I guess. Yeah. Up next, we got Tommaso Ciampa. He cuts a self promo in the deepest, darkest place in his mind because he's Ciampa. He's a black heart of NXT. Uh, he says when he returns next week, he wants the entire universe to do one thing, follow his lead. Main event time, Lars Sullivan versus Keith Lee. This is a, a Haas match for all Haas matches. I can see wow. Dave Meltzer just saying, ha, 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 this is going to be a good match. And it was a good match. Uh, very it was, it was interesting good. back and forth. Uh, there was a, a very good corkscrew from the from the to the outside of the ring, what I which I thought, I mean, Keith Lee would o- will always execute that perfectly, right? Um, there was this one spot where Lars Sullivan catches Keith Lee midair from a springboard, um, and then he just slams him. Uh, but match ends with a freak accident. Lars Sullivan surprisingly gets the pin and the win on Dude, Keith Lee. Yeah, he it looked he looked like he had trouble picking Keith Lee up too, because he usually gets Keith that. Lee's freak, a heavy boy. So I'm saying he usually gets that freak accident on like smaller gentleman. but that three freak accident still looked good in my opinion like it's not like not everything has to look absolutely perfect this is a fight between these two hawks of meat these two chunks of marinated <sighs> beef but uh, unfortunately like yeah i mean lars sullivan he's getting the call up i thought <clears throat> why not why not just give keith lee the rub oh the way no out? dude they're they're totally they're ch- i think they're changing things up they're not also, gonna get people called up the way they did before considering lars sullivan's internet activity him fa- like considering his online activity in regards to his insensitivity to uh certain races i'll say that him getting a victory over a person like keith lee i don't know it's a bit too on the nose it's hard. Yeah, i mean i guess it's I, hard. also okay. it's, it's it's taped ahead of it's time I, I was just i was just about to say that it was taped like two weeks ago and i think that lars sullivan things came out like literally after some uh, again, series i'm not trying to like of course like i shouldn't t- be turning this into a race thing but the stuff that lars sullivan the stuff that has gone out there and i think we'll say more about this on the new news show that's all i can think about honestly yeah it's, it, it, he lars sullivan said some pretty heinous shit <laughs> yeah it was pretty bad yeah, I didn't see exactly what he said, but what, from what I from what I heard from reactions was that it was some Tucker Carlson level shit. Right it, it wasn't like Hogan levels of racism. In some ways, that's actually kind of worse what? when you're kind of just tiptoeing around it. Oh, yeah. Well, with Hogan, like Hogan, Hulk Hogan, not to defend Hulk Hogan or anything, he just just straight up. I'm just, a racist. No, he just straight up said, "Hey, well, he said bleh. I'm a racist. He said I'm a racist in the video, Hogan. Yeah. So it's like." Brother, <laughs> brother, Jesus Christ! I'm brother, but not with the brothers. But you brother, know, you know what I mean. Oh, where's Vince when I need him? Oh, where's God. Bubba the Love Sponge? He, Wait, well, he is Bubba the Love Sponge, dude. Bubba the Love Sponge. I don't even know what that. What that? I I've heard that name before. It's a Florida-based radio DJ. Oh, yeah. Um, it's it's he, uh, yeah. Sounds real like, piece of work. Sounds yeah. like a piece of work. I'm Corey Smith, Bubba the Love Sponge. I challenge you to a wrestling. Uh, trivia match. Oh, a staring contest for the IWGP US champion. How, championship. How about that? Anyway, Lars hey. Sullivan beats uh, 
Keith Lee, and that that pretty much ends the end. That just pretty much ends on the. They pretty much end the show on that. Yeah, that was NXT. That was NXT. So that was NXT. That was NXT UK. That was NXT UK. That was two hundred five live. That was the B show. Don't you have anything to show and tell? And or tell us? I don't have anything. To, this is your week to show and tell. Michael, did you not watch show and tell? Did you not yeah, I mean, show? we had that week break. I kind of just lost all momentum. Hey, you know what? Let's do an extension. Watch TNA Unbreakable 2005 triple threat match for the X Division title. Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles. I can't watch. I don't want to watch it again. It's a freaking 20 minute match, dude. You need, and you told me and yourself. I just, I just picked a match to like give out the fans. Let's talk about that. You really want to review it next week? We could. I mean, okay. Let's just wait for it next week. Yeah. Sorry, fans. Sorry out there. Sorry, Frank. Frank's a big fan of ours. Hey. He listened to us. He saw. He listened. He saw our Facebook um, live video. Okay. Anyways, Thanks, Frank. Before we get out of here, guys, there are some things we like to give out. Some birthday wishes. On this day, we have two birthdays we'd like to. This is amazing. What? This this particular birthday. This oh, okay. Maybe maybe it's a different birthday. It might Na- be it's song? Naomi's birthday today. Oh, okay. I thought it was Jushin Thunder Liger's birthday today too. I couldn't figure that out. Uh, happy birthday, Jushin Thunder Liger. If it is, happy birthday. And also, we have the well, Naomi. She turned thirty-one years old, born in nineteen eighty-seven. She looks great for thirty-one. I mean, whatever. Thirty-one years. I look, look great, great for thirty-one. Okay. Eh. Anyways, uh, and also turning 45, born in 1973, we have Christian. Christian, you did you get around watching ENC, the, no, the show of reeking of awesomeness? Did they did they wear the Bullet Club shirts on there? Uh, not yet. Okay. Yeah, no, that's I can't wait for that segment. I want to see. What I think they it's say like a wrestling. Uh, it's like a wrestling podcast. Like, yeah, making fun of it. Yeah, because I can tell like uh, Edge is like freaking out about something and. Christians like the oh. I can't believe no the the, the the second like it was the what they showed in that teaser it was like I can't believe they're pushing Dolph Ziggler or something and I'm yeah. like well that's it's gonna be one of those sketches what if they're like we're like we're town wrestle podcast oh boy dun dun like, dun 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 have Jordan <laughs> Devlin on oh it's Jordan Devlin that's it's the it's Jordan Devlin all right guys let's get out of here for the B show for KCSF for City Wrestling Radio for Corey Smith I Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. And we'll see you tomorrow with the new new show. Oh, man, I can't wait for another new new show. It's going to be an enduring series for years to come. For years to come. All right, guys, we'll see you later. Bye.